we should make that? a disclaimer that everything illegal is just a joke, you know? <laughs> it's a no, European joke. You should do a disclaimer. No. Okay. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. All, all if I ever say jokes. anything illegal, I don't really mean it. Okay. <laughs> it's a European thing. It's just a cold European joke. Hey everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Talent Talk. I'm Jack Milliken, and I'm here with my co-hosts Izzy and Isabella. This is a podcast. It sure is a podcast. You got that right. This week on the show, we are going to be talking to Father Mirren about all the things. We talk about religion, we talk about seminaries, talk we talk about, about college. college, we talk about all kinds of fun and stuff with Leatherbees. Oh, and Leatherbees. Don't forget about that. Shameless plug for Leatherbees on that uh, that portion of the episode. I've never had Father Mirren as a religion teacher, but you both have, correct? I Simply had him. Delightful. I had him both semesters. Oh, that's really nice. Oh, I had him one semester. So him and I are, we're tight, I guess. That's cool. That's really, really cool. So we had a really fun conversation with him, got to know a little bit more about his past and how long he's been working here and his kids and all that fun stuff. So let's jump into that conversation right now. All right. So we're here with Father Mirren. Thanks for coming on the podcast today. Uh, thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning too. <laughs> okay. So Father, we're going to talk about your background. Is that okay? Okay, background check. <laughs> I like that. Exactly. We are okay. the FBI. So, <laughs> yeah. where were you born? Slovakia. Where in Slovakia? Um, Can you give give a specific? It's specific. Very far eastern corner. So, if you see Slovakia on the map, mm-hmm. it's about fifty miles to Ukraine, fifty to Poland, and fifty to Hungary. Mm-hmm. That's where I was born. Did Small you ever town go of about to those? Five thousand people called Vranov. 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 I grew up in a village of about 1,500 people at the time. Did you know, like, a lot of them? Uh, Well, my dad is the youngest of 11, so half the people had my last name. (laughs) Um, About 70% of those half were my family, so there was no one to beat up in that town. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Okay. Thank you. So, everyone was family. So you didn't have to beat yeah. anybody up. Yeah. Were you the town bully? No. No, no. no. In fact, I was bullied for a while because oh, really? I went to a different grammar Father. school than everyone else. So all these um, groups, we, we call them gangs, but it's too dramatic to say. You know, it was yeah. just groups of boys. Uh, I did not belong for a few years. Mm. You, know. you played, so I remember you saying that you played soccer mm-hmm. in high school. You want to tell us about that? Because I remember you had some since, good stories. Since yeah. I was five all the way till I couldn't anymore, you know. And would you play for school? Was it like a league at school? No, or? it doesn't work the same way for us. Our school team was, um, there basically wasn't one. There okay. was no, there's no school league. It's all village or town leagues. So okay. it would be compared to your clubs, but it was more um, more intense. You know, our, our seasons was... Um, there were two parts of to the season. One starting in August, ended in November. Then starting March to June, mm-hmm. you play some I don't know thirty games altogether, maybe forty. Okay. And um, yeah, so that was soccer. It was with with the village team. And yeah. Are you playing in that age group? Because it sounds like there weren't a lot of kids that were your age. So was it kind of just a, a group of people that would come together to play soccer? No, it was a real organized league. Oh, we, really? 
but the 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 age brackets were brackets that's english right yeah. brackets were four years apart so not like here oh, okay so you you play grammar school till your fifth grade then you move to junior high then you play high school and then you move to a team which is grown-ups gotcha that was us and you played till you're a grown-up did you play in college too well, I was in seminary. There is no soccer team, but we had. Well, those I, don't, I don't know. Well, Maybe you, you could like, yeah. you know, priest playing soccer. Oh yeah, we had that. We had those tournaments among seminaries. Yeah. See, I'm. But I'm not the, crazy. that was yeah, once like a that. year event, which okay. we practiced. But there was one uh, one thing to get your get your evil energy out. You know, you go and play soccer. Mm-hmm. There was one one game that everyone played, and um, you know, if you wanted to stay in shape, you played soccer. Or ping pong was uh, in in season two at my time. Ping pong. Yeah. Did you play ping pong? Yeah, ping pong was a way to prepare for exams because you mm-hmm. pick up an opponent who stayed up all night, memorize all their notes, <laughs> and then you make them speak their notes to you as you're playing ping pong. So if you want to save on some reading time, you just listen to someone while you're playing ping pong with them. <laughs> That's how I passed few exams, actually. That's it worked. Awesome. So where did you go to college? So that was Presho, seminary in Presho. And um, it's a seminary, but uh, because we were a church that just emerged from bad times, mm-hmm. it was uh, our formation was attached to a master's degree in, uh, in education. So we were trained to, to teach religion and ethics in grammar schools, and at the same time we received formation in seminary. So the difference is that my lay the classmates were staying in a dorm, you know, like a real college fraternity, sorority, that stuff, mm-hmm. <laughs> but we were staying at a seminary. And we had a very regimented schedule, you know, get up at 5.30, 6 o'clock prayer, then very bad breakfast to meals, right, before school, run to school, get back. You're allowed to go out to town only for two hours, twice a week, and then Saturday was a long day where we could um, do day trips Why did Why did you choose to go to seminary school? Well, you I had like, like a calling? I like to believe God called me, yeah. Aw. Yeah. When did you realize that uh, God was calling you to... And when? how? How did he? Yeah. Did you, was it just like one the, day you were walking down the street and God's like, "Hey"? The heaven opened up and God showed me uh, a big stick and He said, "You be a priest or else." Or know? else He threatened <laughs> you? <laughs> no, that's not how it works. I, I don't think my my case, quote unquote, is very dramatic. Um, it was more. Um, uh, what to, well, I told you all these stories in class. I should. I, I know a lot of this, okay. but, no, but I want to know. But the people—that's why I called you on here because people want to know. Yeah. It's so true. you know, I was um, I was in high school. I was not in a super bad place, but very you know, um, kind of superficial living. I was Catholic, born and raised, mm-hmm. and my mom was um, very eager to pass uh, her faith on to us. So. She made us go to confession once a month, go to mass every Sunday, right? We kind of had a deal. You want to live at home, you want to eat at home, you have to go to church on Sunday. So I did. Mm-hmm. But uh, it didn't mean much to me, you know. It was um, I was one of those average kids who went to church because their parents made them. And I think, um, well, at the, at the same time I was in high school, I specialized in chemistry. And I fell in love with chemistry, with science. 
And I kind of, it kind of fed into my agnostic side, you know, for a long while. And um, when we got a new priest, that was right after the revolution, it happened because my sisters got in trouble. What revolution was this? Well, communism fell. Oh, okay. So I want I was, to clarify. Yeah. That was, was that. Yeah, so I was uh, going on 14 when that happened. And this new priest came. He was a highly educated man, very personable, old. He was in his 60s. And uh, my sister joined that, um, that group that sang at church. And uh, I went there, you know, because there was a girl I liked. And um, I, I realized that there's a lot of fun there, you know. We, we would hang out, you know, play games, go on trips. And I liked all that. So I joined that, and I became friends with the priest's son, who actually quit his school. He was in engineering um, university, and he quit his school to go to seminary. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was 16, and I did not understand why would someone do that. Because, uh, you know, you wanted to live in a big city, become an engineer, make a lot of money, and here's a guy who has that, and he throws it away. So that was the first thing that made me think of this religion as something more than just a story, you know. And eventually, through a great example of, a pri- of that priest and his son, I started looking into my, you know, catechism and looking for some answers to what this world is about and uh, perhaps how I should... Um, relate to the world and how I need to spend my life. You know, I was looking at uh, what's worth living for and dying for. And, um, yeah, that was pretty much it. You know, a few good saint stories along the way and uh, uh, some conversations with people who were on the God side, I should say. And um, I ended up turning 17 and... Uh, I was going to apply to college, which was un- unusual for our high school, mm-hmm. because we were, you know, I hope they don't hear it, but we were kind of trash, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. I'm going to send this to them. <laughs> how, how so? Trash in, in well, what? We were a school that nobody wanted to go to. Okay. It was a trade school, and uh, we had about 1,500 people, and uh, in chemistry track, we had some 400 people, and there were... Uh, about 40 of us on a on the college prep track mm-hmm. and out of those 40 you know um, only two or three would would even consider going to university really? so when I told my teachers that I want to apply they were ecstatic they thought wow you just gave me a you know a paycheck that was, was <laughs> I didn't count on. Was, so they were they very not, excited. Did people like not go to college because of money or they just didn't see any They were not interested in, they weren't interested in school. No. It wasn't like nothing well, because of money. just work for your parents. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They were ba- basically, you know, get me out of school so I can live my life, you know, kind of, um, you know what teenagers do. They like, don't want to go to school. Mm-hmm. And the, in in that environment, you know, we are a college prep, so you don't hear it um, in the same way, but imagine a school where people don't consider education of any value, zero value to them, you know? So they didn't, um, they didn't expect much interest in education, you know, our teachers. Right. 
So they were surprised. So with not kind of going to college, would would these teenagers just kind of <coughs> drop into some sort of trade or profession? Like, what was the main thing well, that they were doing? We in were a trade town? school, so. So for me to apply to college, I have to pass a state exam, which is like our SAT thing, mm-hmm. I guess. But alongside of that, I was working on my, on my, I don't know how you call it in English, you know, like a trading certificate, whatever. Okay. I was able to, to be hired by any factory in the area uh, to work in one of those small labs at the section of production, you know, mm. to do a little in between check that's what my my parents actually did interesting so that's what the, those factors would sponsor schools like that actually to provide workers for their for their oh. for their workplaces so you were trained basically to do a, you know to do small uh, small lab work in a big industrial place mm. that was my degree but we were on track to to take the state exam and apply it to college, mm-hmm. and that was the bonus that you know only forty people out of four hundred had. Yeah. Yeah. And was the seminary close to where your high school was? Were you able to keep working in the lab while you were going to school? Oh no, no seminary, no, no. You're Once I entered seminary, that was it. Oh, okay. You're basically on a. It's a very regiment. It's like a. It's like military training camp, very regimented. Um, You don't have much free time. It's all study, prayer, work, and, you know, two hours twice a week to do whatever you want. Right. So So. you are Catholic, Mm -hmm. but you're married. Correct. How does that that work? Because you're a priest (laughs) and you're married? You know, like we talked What's earlier, you frowned upon? Okay. get a ring, I give a ring, this, and you're married. I know this, people don't know this. How is that possible? Yeah. Yeah, so, um, I feel like I'm in the religion class now. <laughs> um, Explain So basically, yourself. Catholic Church, you know, two sets of law, two constitutions, like the U.S., you know? Mm-hmm. One for East, one for West. And they all come out of, um, um, you know, a rich tradition of... of um, of those places. So traditionally married men were ordained to priesthood in the Eastern churches and you know the canon law respects that and you have married clergy in the East. It's actually very common. Out of um, my 25 guys only two were celibate. It was kind of a practice that uh, people who wanted to be celibate would consider religious life over uh, you know, diocese or, you know, over being a, a parish priest. So they would be priests, but in a religious order. So that's why we had only few. Everyone else pretty much got married and was ordained after. So the law says that you have to be a married man to be ordained, but once you're ordained, you don't marry anymore, right? Oh, yeah. so, okay. So you were married. Can you tell us a little bit about your wife? How did you meet her? How did you meet her? I know you guys met in college, right? Yeah. So after my seminary, they sent me to learn English. That's where I met my wife. Oh, okay. Because okay. your wife is a Leatherby. She you was, yeah. She's well, she was. <laughs> I guess it is an advertisement. Can you give us a little bit about, like, for people who aren't in Sacramento, what is Leatherbees? So Leatherbees is, um, 
an ice cream parlor that serves food as well. So you're hungry, and uh, <laughs> if you want to somewhat be, what's the word? If you want Reasonable, you eat real food first, right? Uh -huh. You have a soup or salad, yeah. and then you stuff yourself with ice cream. And they're known for serving uh, excessive amounts of ice cream. So sometimes you think they want you to sin, you know, by eating too much. <laughs> um, plus they also have dairy-free ice cream, too. They yeah, have sorbets. All kinds, all kinds. Raspberry I and like the mango. Promo. I like the promo. What's your favorite thing to have at Leatherbees? At Leatherbees? Yeah. Well, I go cheap because I'm usually... Do you have to pay? No. no. Well, it depends. There's all these coupons. <laughs> He's got plenty of coupons. They're very devout Catholics, so they feed priests for free. Well, I don't know if that's better. Yeah, they feed, <laughs> feed priests for free. That's pretty cool. But since I'm family, I only get like a half discount, <laughs> half price. <laughs> You should so, fight with leather bees. Depends on how I introduce no. myself, you know? That's if I claim to be family, I pay half. Claim to be well, family? You should be alive? Well, some you of say, them don't oh, know I'm you. family, but I'm also a priest, so I should get, I should only you pay should, a quarter. You should pay yeah. me to eat yeah. here. Is no, no, no. Be. Where's my framed picture? No, I no he's him. in the picture. Yeah, it's true. No, oh. he, okay, so if you like look um, yeah, where the I'm cashier there. is, I found you, and it's from 2009, and he's in um, the okay left corner, left corner holding yeah. a kid. Yeah, that's me. What kid? I, I love Leatherbees, and they support me greatly, so I shouldn't sound like I'm ungrateful. Oh, no, not at no, all. No, 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 we're, we're just I joking around. I eat very free, very often, and <laughs> I'm happy to pay when I have to pay. It's not a problem at all. So you met your wife in when you were learning English after seminary school you guys got married and now you have how many kids eight eight kids with one being born what last week yes he sent yes. me a message she's seven days and uh, some on the ten hours. So relaxed about that. Yeah. Counting the hours. he sent me a message I said hey do you want to come on the podcast he's like no I'm going to the hospital I'm on alert <laughs> and nothing I else you were I, was, hurt. I thought you were hurt you did not say anything about having a kid or no, like, alert means that you don't know when you're going. Well, I didn't know I mean, why you were on alert. alert. Hospital, like I'm going to die soon. I'm on alert. <laughs> no, that's not what <laughs> it is. not how that works. So, <laughs> yes, it does. Could you tell us a little bit about your children? Like uh, Which one? I mean, you have eight. What you are got eight. Eight. One through eight. Pick a number. <laughs> Who's your favorite? Well, okay, maybe talk about your newest one then. My newest one is a little baby girl. Aww. Eva Maria Irene. Or Irena, we call her in Slovak. But and we go with Eva, we call her Eva, for now. It all changes, you know. And she was born nice and healthy. She has hair that's um, different from all other kids. <laughs> They're born without <laughs> hair. And she was very tiny, yeah. So is your wife uh, Slavic as well? No, she's American. Oh, okay. She's a leather bee. She's so. a leather bee. They, right. uh, the leather bees all go to a specific college, right? Don't they go to like a college in Austria? Like our no, that's where my wife went. Oh, okay. Because um, somebody was telling me that a lot of them go to that specific college. Like a um, lot of the leather bees do. Well, now, um, I don't know. They all go, most of them go to Catholic schools, but I'm not sure. Um, that particular school, my wife went to Notre Dame and... Uh, when she graduated, she decided to follow one of her teachers, who was a good teacher, into that institute in Austria. He was one of the founders there. Oh, cool. So she basically followed a professor to, to direct her. And that's how she ended up there. Oh, okay. And at the same time, there was this mix-up from uh, 
And there were a lot of students from Eastern Europe who learned the language and then stayed to study theology. And that's where I ended up. So. Oh, okay. And you guys just met? And Wait, and can you met? tell us about your dates before you met your wife? About our dates? Yeah. Oh, is this the boy. one where you would spend the night no, in the house, I think but in the couch? Is, no, I think this is the no. one where you went, you walked in the forest. No, yeah. the girl kept screaming. That's not your wife, though. <laughs> what? No, yeah. screaming? No, you were like, what is wrong with this girl? And she just kept screaming, and you were walking through, like, the woods. Oh, well, she was speaking in tongues, I, I think. Yeah, she was oh, speaking in tongues. No, oh. that, was a, that was another okay, date. You've told, us a, you've told us a lot of stories, and I realize you've true. dated, like, a lot of people. Seven girls. No, it seems like no, it. No, I did not. Yes, no. you did. Does this no. one like person just have a bunch of stories? She was speaking in tongues. I don't want to count them, but there were not too many. <laughs> and you know, I was not interested in dating for a long time because I was more interested in soccer and fishing. And you know, the one girl I did like in the religion class when I was 16, she was not interested in me, so there was no dating. Right? <laughs> well, we call that 50% like dating, you know, when you date her, she doesn't date you, <laughs> but yeah, so That's there were funny. not too many, no, but no, that one, um. So our dating in that school was, um, it was a little different. We were very busy with school. It's a very intense study and learning in another language makes it even worse. But there were a lot of opportunities to spend time together. You know, we would, um, we would cook together very often. We, we would play games. It was kind of a quiet dorm where there was a lot of, um, socializing it was really low-key it, it wasn't going anywhere or it was basically you you do fun stuff together you know they had a dance class we had movie nights and that sounds we would just go on hikes wait you guys cooked did you have like a kitchen in your dorm yeah yeah because the two we didn't have our own um, cafeteria so they would give us vouchers to go eat at restaurants that was lunch and dinner and um for breakfast, we would just buy stuff at the grocery store and, and make our own food. This was in Austria, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. That's really That's cool. really romantic. It was a very small place. It was, only, it was only like 60 students, I believe, at the time. Okay. And 20 of them were families. So they didn't even live with us. They had housing in town. Right. So Interesting. Okay, yeah, so let's get life. back to your kids real quick. <laughs> so the craziest part about all eight of them is they're all girls, right? That's not crazy part. It's, <laughs> it's just, it's just a, what God it's gave just a him. Fact. <laughs> God so, blessed you with eight beautiful It's a beautiful girls. part, right? The beautiful part. So how much old? better looking than than boys? boys right? <laughs> hey now, hey now. Uh, so how old is your oldest daughter? My oldest is fifteen and a half. Okay, and she goes here, right? She's a sophomore here. Yeah. Yeah, Maria. that's really cool. Have you had her in a class yet? No, I I don't know if that's allowed. Oh, um, that's a good, that's a good question. I, I don't know. I don't think so. It's not allowed? I don't, I'm I pretty think sure. I don't think so. I think homework all the time. <laughs> Maybe smuggle tests out of the computer, right? Yeah, probably. She, she wouldn't. Would no, she wouldn't do well, that. I don't She's think a daughter. She, would, she, would. she wouldn't. I don't think she would. Well, I would make her charge fees, whoever she was selling to. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. At least make a business you want out to of erase it. That. Yeah, we're going to get rid of that part. Yeah. So, Father yeah. Mary, keep We are not job promoting here. crimes here. <laughs> so, I have one more question for you. Um, so, what was your favorite class? to teach not a specific class because we all know you're I was your favorite class but like <laughs> but like Christian morality sacraments sophomores mm -hmm. 
Which one of those is your favorite? Like, which that, one did you most enjoy? That's hard to to tell, you know. Um, I really don't know. I mean, I like my classes right now, but, you know, I wonder how much the students like those classes. Because <laughs> it makes me like them more if they like it, you know. But if they, if you know, I tell you from, from my place, oh, you know me. I'm kind of a slow kind of a guy, right? Not slow. So when, and for me, it's best when I see some interaction on student part. I, it makes the class more alive. It, it helps me because I can say all I want. If if you don't understand what I'm saying, then it doesn't matter much, right? So. It helps to have students who are, you know, who perk you up a little bit. Yeah, that's what I liked I about like, our class. For I example, I feel like sacrament is really hard to perk yeah. up, but Christian morality, well, you know, you're like, I feel like it's a that was a lie. See, I would think the opposite for someone who wants to live with God and have intense spiritual life. Sacraments is the class. Yeah, you know, it's the yeah, class. Yeah, it is. Um, for someone who is in high school and has to make very important moral decisions about the personal and other life, you know, morality is a very useful class too. But if you want to do what you want to do and you're not interested in knowing or learning uh, about some reasoning behind, then you're probably going to be bored even in morality class, you know? No, you keep, you keep the class alive. it's, um, I think it, group dynamic is very important. So, and plus, you know, I'm, I'm learning this craft. Um, I'm not a master teacher, so um, it helps to have students who are engaged by nature, you know, who are yeah. lively. Absolutely. Um, when did you start teaching here? This is my sixth year. Ooh. And still learning, see? How many kids Takes have a long you had time. six years? Well, you do the math. I don't know. Well, do you have one per year? No, no, no. It doesn't work like that. But, <laughs> but our kids are two years plus apart. Two about years there. plus apart. Yeah. Cool. Well, so. Father Marin, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast this week. Sure, you're welcome. Did you have fun? Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I love Would that there recommend? is no camera here because cameras <laughs> make me so blah. You know. Yes, yeah. uh, we completely it, understand it just that. Keeps That's staring why it's into that thing. Beautiful. If you ever want to just direct eye contact, if you ever want to come back, you can just let us know. Sure, sure. Just not. We can do this every day. <laughs> okay, sounds good. We'll see you tomorrow. All right. Okay. Bye. God bless. We'll see you. Oh, we'll hear you, I guess. <laughs> mm. And that about wraps up this week's episode of Talent Talk. Izzy, I've had so much fun talking to father you can find this podcast on itunes spotify stitcher google Podcasts, all the fun things you can also email us at talenttalkpodcast at gmail.com tell us what you think ask us questions we really want to create a whole segment about questions that you're asking us music that you're suggesting all of that good stuff and with that i'm jack i'm izzy and this has been talent talk